You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Despicable's Chamber of Cinema. Merry Christmas, Doc. Don't you mean Merry Christmas, Hannah Kwanzaa, Sharky? You know we can't be insensitive to people of other faiths. Good point. The season of peace and goodwill is meant to be shared by all, chum. Sorry, Doc. Must be the cold. I'm freezing my buttock off. Can I come in? Of course, Sharky. Come on in. I just put a couple of logs on the fire and have taken out some of my epic world-class bakery fresh cookies. I didn't know you baked, Doc. I don't, Sharky. I just told you they were fresh from the bakery. Eggnog? Don't mind if I do. (laughs) Excellent timing, my friend. Our holiday movie marathon is just about to begin. What's in the menu? I heard Santa Claus Conquers the Martians was really good. Nothing of the sort, chum. As the hipsters out there like to say, we're kicking it old school this year. Oh, are we going to see a Christmas story, man? I always wanted a Red Ryder BB gun, but I never got one. That's probably why I like the taser so much. Um, no. Old school, Sharky. True classics of cinematic history. Back when movies were movies. When men were men. Women were women. And everyone wore hats. Oh, like the Grinch. I love that one. Everyone wore really funny hats in that one. Not cartoons, Sharky. I'm talking about vintage celluloid celebrations. Like Holiday Inn. Miracle on 34th Street. White Christmas. And the granddaddy of them all. It's a wonderful life. We will return to Dr. Defiance Christmas Phantasmagorium after these expensive messages. And that is why I have called you all here. Well, most of you. Pickle Pucker just showed up. Anyhow, that jackanapes defiant is determined to perpetuate this Christmas nonsense, and it must be stopped. For 48 years I put up with it now. We've got to keep Christmas from coming. But how? With movies, that's how. So I want input from all of you vis-a-vis genre-related holiday programming. I might even pay attention to it. Now, who wants to go first? Oh, me, me. I've got a great one. Very well, Minion Zero. You know where the lavatory is. You are excused. Meanwhile, oh, Taliesin, we might as well get you out of the way first. Well, Doc, can I present you with a bar humbug of a cinematic retort? The Nightmare Before Christmas. This is going to have vampires, isn't it? Well, okay, it does have vampires in it. That much is true. 
but they are such a small part in a simply marvellous film about how Christmas could be. A Tim Burton brainchild, I remember going to the cinema to see it in 1994 because it took a whole year to get to the UK and a further year to get on video. It also isn't really a Tim Burton film. Henry Selick directed and Carolyn Thompson wrote the screenplay, but it does have that burden feel to it. And it's the only holiday film acceptable in Taliesin Manor. Look, you want to defeat the sugary goodness of Defiant's Christmas Jamboree, which is surely a health hazard to the diabetic, if ever I heard of one, then this is a surefire winner. As a stop-motion spectacular, we can sneak it on without them realising something's wrong. Before they know it, they are transported to the dark and twisted land of Halloween Town. It has Jack Skellington, the king of Halloween, dejected as Halloween is no longer a challenge for someone with his ghoulish skills. He wanders off and finds the defiant vision that is Christmas Town. All twinkly lights and candy canes. Knowing a challenge when he sees one, Jack takes over Christmas and has Santa Claus kidnapped. The film has the denizens of Halloween Town remaking Christmas. They make demonic toys more dangerous than a lead-painted figure from a sweatshop in China. And, Doc, it even has a mad scientist making skeleton reindeer. As an aside, did you know there was a reindeer vampire woman in the 52 Finnish film, Valkonenpura? Does it have pie as well? Um, no, but that's not the point. Pie is always the point. Uh, guys, focus. Sorry, um, where was I? Yes, and it has singing. Singing? singing? Funky singing. Oh, funky-like, oh yeah. Now hear me out. The dark, gothically pitched songs, mostly, <laughs> something to have at all of Defiant's happy, clappy, jolly jingle tunes. Ah, yes! Quiet, you. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tulula. But don't they put Christmas back together at the end? Well, yes. So isn't the moral of the story that Defiant was right? Well, I guess you could see it like that. But it is dark, and we can always stop the DVD before they put Christmas back together. Or, alternatively, we could just loop the Stakeland Vampire Santa Claus being shot with an arrow to the heart over and over and over again. Yeah, that might work. Vampire Father Christmas slain over and over and over and over... And over, and over, and over. And over, yes, I get the idea. Let's put that one into the, uh, maybe pile, and we can flush later. Now, who else? Oh, me! Oh, terrible master, I have a brilliant idea! Why, yes, Minion, I think you should bring in the coffee and sandwiches now. While he's doing that, let's go to our next contestant. Uh, <laughs> suggestion, I mean. All right, you bunch of vegetable-worshipping deviants. Don't move a muscle. Vegetable? Deviants? Muscles? Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Oh, check out my... glutes? Are these glutes? That's right. Thought you could hide your sneaky, slippery, sexy ways from the long eyes of the law. I say! Well, I, Sergeant Archibald Staccato of the Glendale Police Department, Pet Registration Division, am here to tell you that I know all about your secret meetings, your strange, bewitching rituals, your hypnotic, sensual ceremonies involving baby oil, peyote, and cartloads of turnips, parsnips, and other root vegetables. David, is this some of your Berkish skullduggery? Ooh! Well, you must admit, it does sound like something you'd be up for. Ah, yes! Pipe down there, High Priestess of the Perverts. It took me a good long while to track you down. 
But finally, I located your super secret meeting place. And I'm here to say, I want in. What? I say! Oh, please. I have sort of a magic touch when it comes to turnips. Oh, have a look at my latest DVD in a series devoted to naked turnip juggling. Ugh, put that away. Oh, well done, Staccato. You've set the bar at a new level of weird. <laughs> Ew, that doesn't look like a romantic comedy to me. Sergeant Staccato, this isn't the... The, the, it, whatever you think it is, we don't do bad things with vegetables. In fact, apart from including Von Martinez, we don't do anything with vegetables. Oh, come on. Don't be coy with me. I'm ready to prove my loyalty right here and now. J just watch a few minutes. Don't come near me with that thing. Who knows where it's been? A, a live performance, then. Here, just let me get this uniform off. No! What's wrong with this guy? Please don't take off your clothes. I don't want to throw up. Sergeant Staccato. I just ate beef jerky. I don't want to throw it up. Dr. Von Martinez. Listen, Sergeant Staccato, I don't know what cult or secret hideout you think you've found, but all we're doing is sitting around and talking about our favorite Christmas-themed movies. Well, one of my DVDs has me in a Santa hat. Not turnip juggling movies! Regular movie-type movies! Oh, well, in that case, I would have to say that I was always sorely disappointed that there was never a Police Academy Christmas. I feel the majesty and grandeur that that movie series gave to the police force really would have made for a very stirring Christmas movie. I feel decidedly ill. But that aside, I would have to say that my favorite holiday movie involving police would be Home Alone. Aside from a snappy-looking Joe Pesci in the beginning, playing a criminal dressed as a cop, you have the all-too-realistic scenario of a pair of bumbling crooks having their major crime spree brought to a halt by a kid. The real police appear mid-movie at the request of the parents to check in on their kid who's home alone, and never actually get past banging on the door and yelling, POLICE! And then again at the end, sailing in to arrest the robbers, but not in time to prevent the major property damage perpetrated on the neighbor's house, nor to save the robbers from the physical harm inflicted on them by the kid himself. In closing, I would like to state that... <clears throat> yes, well, I think it is time now for your initiation mission. If you would be so kind as to step a bit to your left... Oh, why, certainly. Excellent. <laughs> Strange. I would have sworn that that would dump him into the crocodile pit. Oh, well. Perhaps I can feed them, uh, Dr. Von Martinez. <laughs> oh, oh, I like movies, too. Tell Santa I want Creatures from the Abyss and Mummy Theme Park on Blu-ray, DVD, and Betamax. Oh, oh, and I want a copy of Meatballs. Oh, and two copies of Meatballs, too. Did they make a Meatballs 3 or did they skip right to Meatballs 4? I can't remember, but throw those in, too. Actually, throw in some actual meatballs. Oh, and Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Oh, and I want... I want... Oh, what was I thinking? What? What? Betamax is still relevant, guys. I'm making my Christmas movie list. We're talking about movies about Christmas, not movies we want for Christmas. They make movies about Christmas? Have you been paying attention to anything we've been saying? So are the Christmas movies the ones with lots of screaming in them? Because I found Doc's secret stash of screaming movies, and they were not very Christmassy. Well, maybe it's time to move on. No, wait, I want to hear more about this. 
<coughs> Wilhelm, I think I might have left a copy of the Who's the Boss Christmas special downstairs. Oh, man, really? In which room? I can't remember. I guess you'll need to check them all. I'm on it. Phew. Now, let's move on to... Minion Zero? Oh, please say Minion Zero. Ah, yes, Minion Zero. Clear away the jerky bits, mayonnaise, smears, and breadcrumbs from Vartinus's place, and if you spot which room he's wandered into, be sure to wall it up. Meanwhile, since a certain meddling parapsychological interloper is glancing at his Dalai Lama watch and tapping his Birkenstock foot, let's get him out of the way. Oh, if only I could. All right, Pimple Pickle, you're on. I'm sorry, I was having a bit of a nap. You're all third-grade chumps when it comes to identifying the most devastatingly disruptive yuletide groans. So I'm going to give you two. And the reasoning is extremely important. So listen carefully to a supper mine. Course super. What did I say? Uh, what do you mean supper? What's a supper mine? <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds delicious. Can you get your mind off of food for once? Do you all mind? Is that not what we're talking about? Never mind! We're not talking to you. I never said supper. Anyway, it's extremely important, so everyone listen to the supper. <coughs> super superior mind! Still sounds delicious. Delightful little dish, of course, is Canada's devastating kick to the holiday tinsels with down a dark chimney. This beautiful little stop motion claymation, eight minutes short, takes place in everyone's favorite holiday time period the advent of World War II and Nazi Germany. Everyone's? Works for Sound of Music, doesn't it? He's got you there. And I've got the Booth of Doom. Santa's sleigh is capsized by anti-aircraft guns, and he spends time trying to avoid the Nazis until he is held up in his shed and shot dead. Oh! Yes, David, I hadn't forgotten your favorite part. The reindeer gets served as dinner, and the entire story is... Eating reindeer is his favorite part? David doesn't trust animals with four legs and hooves. No? No place to hold a pick or drumsticks. Uh. At any rate, the entire marvelous Noel to the season ends with the son of an SS officer looking up into the sky, waiting for a Santa who will never arrive to give Christmas presents. Take that, Krampus! Krampus? Oh, go look it up! What am I, a professor? Of knowledge? Christmas knowledge? Look it up! And it has the added benefit of being impossible to find. I went looking for it online, on DVD, nowhere. I even had someone call out to the director, and he's disappeared. <coughs> yes, David, I suspect Christmas claymation Nazis to be at the bottom of it, too. So if you can't watch it and need somehow to turn your attention to something you can get a hold of, watch the Blackadder Christmas special. It's Rowan Atkinson's Blackadder at his best, discovering that somehow the meaning of Christmas is not that you should be nice and sweet, charitable and giving, but instead being a right bastard. If nothing else will put you out of the sacredly sweet intervenous drip that is the holidays, that will. Trust me. Well, that's all very well, Pumpernickel. However, our focus is film. And while Blackadder's Christmas Carol is indeed amusing, Christmas-related, and even contains genre content, 
since few people ever seem to note that the original Dickens tale is a ghost story, it was also sadly a television special. You are therefore disqualified, which would be disappointing indeed if you had been invited to this brain trust meeting in the first place. Well, I never in my life. Come on, David. We're going home for some chai tea. A chai tea. My goodness. I can't even begin to imagine what he would have done if I told him the unavailability of Down a Dark Chimney and the disappearance of the director were due to an unspecified number of temporal experiments that irreparably damaged this space-time continuum. <laughs> I really must put that on my to-do list. Minion Zero. Yes, oh terrible master. Make sure that gets noted on my to-do list. A simple dash pupil pucker's Christmas hopes ought to be a sufficient reminder. Yes, oh terrible master. Oh, very well. Clearly I shall have no peace on Earth or anywhere else if I don't get along and get this over with. So, Minion Zero, what have you got for us? Well, my movie has something in common with Tally Ho's choice, and that's the present in my movie goes bad. Really bad. <laughs> my choice is Gremlins, which staggeringly was released in 1984, so it's been terrorising people at Christmas for as long as I have. Premise is simple. Dad gives son exotic pet for Christmas and sets down rules. Don't get it wet, no sunlight, no feeding after midnight. Stupid kid breaks two rules, all hell breaks loose. It has all the Christmas without all the goodwill to all men tedium that comes with it. Also, it has death by blender, stair lift, and heck, the monsters even kill each other. We even have a lot of cry when our hero's girlfriend, played by Phoebe Cates, Describes how she found out there was no Santa Claus. I love it when that happens. Not bad, Minion Zero. Not bad at all. You're coming along very nicely. Keep this up and you'll be Minion 0.5 in no time. Now then, zombie astronaut, enough stalling. You've been sitting there this whole time, pointing at the others around the table. What do you suggest as an alternative to defiance, Christmas cuddliness, and sugar plummery? I'm sorry, guys. I got nothing. This holiday just doesn't treat its zombies well. I mean, if you YouTube zombie and Christmas, you'll actually get quite a, quite a selection of homemade stuff. But neither the Hollywood bigwigs or the, even the indie guys will touch us this time of year. I mean, come on, indie guys! I'll show you indie guys. Just see if I ever go see a movie where I can order a pitcher of beer again. Anyway, I, I, I figured considering the lack of uh, exposure zombies get this time of year that maybe I'd try to get something, uh, something greenlit myself. Here's a clip. Here you go, Billy. And little Missy Lou. Then it looks like I have one more gift for you. What? Zombies? Mother. Well, you, you get the idea. Yes, I'm afraid we do. I sympathize in as much as I am able, which is frankly, uh, not very much. But you're quite right. Zombies are certainly hard done by when it comes to the holidays. In fact, the only zombie Christmas escapade I can think of is in a segment of 976 Evil 2, where, thanks to supernatural shenanigans, there's a marvelous mashup of It's a Wonderful Life and Night of the Living Dead, which are showing on opposing TV channels, sifted together into what I refer to as It's a Wonderful Night of the Living Dead which bleeds out of the broadcast and into reality. <laughs> ah, that sweet little girl's line. Daddy, teacher says every time you hear a bell, another zombie comes from hell. 
<laughs> ah, oh, it's just precious. Anywho, it's time to shut you all down so I can shoo you out and have some pie. Last year around this time, for my Christmas installment, I compared Silent Night, Bloody Night with Bob Clark's classic Black Christmas, the latter for which won the competition. I would recommend that again, but surely everyone with any sense has seen it, and I do hate to repeat myself. I hate to repeat myself. And besides, there are just so many alternatives, none of them mentioned here. So I gave them all a good thinking over the whole Silent Night, Deadly Night series, Christmas Evil, also known as You Better Watch Out, Don't Open to Christmas, Santa's Sleigh, Wind Chill, The Dorm That Dripped Blood, Gremlins. Hey! Oh, simply scads of them. Even Die Hard. But I'm afraid the hands-down winner this year is Child's Play. For those who haven't seen it, fleeing murderer Charles Lee Ray is shot down by police in a toy warehouse. Dying before the authorities can get to him, he manages through some sort of voodoo magic <clears throat> to transfer his soul and consciousness into a nearby good guy doll. Later, that very same doll, Chucky, manages to make its way into the hands of little six-year-old Andy Barclay for Christmas. Chucky continues his vengeful killing spree and begins formulating plans to get himself out of the doll and into little Andy's body. Of course, Andy is the only one who knows that Chucky's alive, and anyone else who makes the discovery is soon put out of the way. And, of course, hijinks ensue. Yes, a brilliant tale about a holiday present that goes horribly wrong. I'm surprised none of you had that idea. Hey! In any case, that closes our case against Christmas this year. Staccato's ejection should satisfy the Chamber of Cinema bloodshed requirements. I got the opportunity to roundly humiliate that Professor Poopa Scooper mug, all told a highly satisfactory installment. Now my mince pies should be ready to come out of the oven, so you should all scram. Oh, and be sure to pick up a response card on your way out and let me know how that experimental formula I used to dose your coffee affects you. Heinous holidays from all of me to all of you. Lobo, to the kitchen! Chamber of Cinema vs. Christmas was written by Casey Locke, W. Ralph Walters, Mark Kalita, Jack Ward, Ellie Hirschman, Brent Hinks, Jack Ward, Andy M. Boylan, and Chris Barnes. Dr. Fyatt was Mark Kalita. Sharky Sampson was Chris Barnes. Taliesin appeared as himself. Ellie Hirschman was Sergeant Staccato. Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez was Brent Hinks. Professor Peter P. Picklepepper was Jack J. Ward. Minion Zero was bullied mercilessly. Zombie Astronaut was W. Ralph Walters. Doctor Despicable was K.C. Locke. David Lee Roth appeared as himself. This has been a Zombie Audio Incorporated production. say which land so go out and buy some you won't be displeased we swear it won't cause some infectious disease happy holidays friends phil boyd studge here for one of our longtime sponsors stoop nagel's coffee 
Friends, Stoopnagels has been under fire in the media lately, accused of waging a so-called war on Christmas, all because they are packing their special Christmas blend coffee in an all-white bag. Pundits all over the U.S. are claiming that the brand you've gradually grown to enjoy over the course of 40 years has gone anti-Christmas, but nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, the reason Stoopnagels has packed their special Christmas blend in an all-white bag is to honor the season in the finest way possible by representing snow. Yes, friends, just think of that stark white bag of good old Stoopnagels as a 12-ounce snowflake of coffee reliability. And to help cement that idea in your little pea brains, we're offering, for a limited time, a very special CD recording of that holiday classic, White Christmas, recorded exclusively for Stoopnagels by none other than that world-renowned man in the monkey suit, Zip Doodah himself. Remember, friends, every stark white bag of Stoopnagel's special Christmas blend coffee you buy is a message to those who say we're anti-Christmas. After all, if we were, don't you think we'd call our special Christmas blend something else? That's Stoopnagel's coffee, hand-picked in the mountains of Brooklyn by Juan Valdez's little brother, Julio. Try some today. Don't let rich coffee goodness go to your head. Just go out and buy some Stoopnagel's instead. Four pennies per pot, it's that coffee delight. You'll still be up tomorrow if you drink some tonight. Stoopnagel's. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.